when when he and Lamar Jackson played, and Jackson has no shot of playing quarterback in the NFL. None. Can't make the throws. Can't read coverage. Freak athlete who can throw it a mile, but is small. Doesn't read coverages. And though he's ridiculously fast, he'll probably have to make it a different position. So, I've been uh, today in preparation for this game as I'm watching Action Jackson, Lamar Jackson, in preparation for this football game, I decided to, uh, to, you know, look at, research and find some of the dudes and people that were talking... Uh, there's there's no other rhyme or reason. Like, there's no other way to describe it as just talking pure and unadulterated just shit. I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't I don't like to come out already hot back back from like a two day hiatus. I don't like to come off this hot, but it's like just they were talking shit. They were talking a whole bunch of mess, and I always have this like weird theory. God, I'm already going down the rabbit hole. In fact, you know what? I'll save what I'm going down the rabbit hole for a little bit later. Uh, I got the game going on the in the background. Don't worry, we'll get to all this. But I always love it whenever people comment on something that they obviously don't watch. Like, you can tell that the people who made these comments, uh, the person that I just played for you, I don't even know where, it, like, it's Doug Gottlieb. He said that Lamar doesn't make throws, doesn't, like, he doesn't make the proper throws, can't read coverages, and literally... I tried to, I typed this into YouTube. I said, I typed in Lamar Jackson can't throw. Literally all the search results are just video compilations of people making fun of the people who said that he cannot throw. So over the video in between the two like clips that I played you are literally just plays that Lamar Jackson is making when he reads the coverages, when he throws deep balls, when he does everything that he needs to do as a quarterback and blah, blah, blah. And you saw this in college and everybody is spazzing out because they're like, we didn't see this coming. We didn't see a quarterback who's who's famous for running being able to run the ball, but also a quarterback who can throw the ball, throw the ball as well. And it, oh, no, look at that. It only took a team adapting their offensive scheme toward his strengths. And what do you know? He's a pretty strong quarterback. I mean, he was the Heisman Trophy winner for a reason. I don't know. Maybe that's it. So, and by the way, the list is pretty long from Mel Kuyper to Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith just said something that he can't throw the football, right, this year in September. It's like, does anyone watch the football games? Last year, he was a rookie. This year, it's a second year. Like, he's 20-something yards away from passing Michael Vick's uh, rushing record. But check this out. He's also He also has the most touchdowns in the league. The most. Through the air. Not through the ground. Through the air. Doesn't seem to have any issues throwing the football to me. As I say that, Lamar Jackson, Axon Jackson, Lamar Jackson, step it out onto the field. 2,677 passing yards, 1,017 rushing yards, and 35 total touchdowns. Ladies and gentlemen, MVP, Lamar Jackson. Stepping out onto the football field. I am 24. This is my podcast, 24's podcast. The best video gaming and sports podcast. First play of the game. It's a sweet play action pass to Hurts and 
He can't throw the football. He can't throw the football. He can't throw the football. Lamar Jack, like, it, it's like, did, did any of you watch his college tape? Did anyone watch it? Because I'm starting to suspect that nobody watched the day of the dude's college football tape. Everybody's a liar on national television. Well, well, he can't throw the football. He can't throw the football. Did you not watch his college tape? First rushing play of the game. I think he just passed Michael Vick's all-time rushing record. Let's see if they announced it. Let me see it. That's a nice run by Lamar. Very, very Lamar. Pulls the ball from Mark Ingram. Reads the defense. He can't read coverages. He can't read coverages. What the fuck are you idiots watching? What are you watching? What are you morons watching? Seriously. Show me the tape where you said that he can't read coverages. Did none of you see this coming? None of you saw this coming. So let me get this straight. Pause the music. Let me get this straight. So a guy who's in an NFL complicated offense in in Louisville, by the way, a guy who's in that, a guy who's super athletic so he can run. Well, I, I don't even know his timing because he didn't run at the combine because of so many idiots that were like, he should he should run the 40 and, and catch footballs because he's not a quarterback. He runs the football a lot. He runs. It's like, did any of you watch his tape? Did any of you see all of his games? Any of you? Any of you that have a national televised sporting TV show or radio show, did any of you watch all of his games? Did any of you watch any of these games? I'm not even, like, I'm, I'm done giving you all because obviously you can't watch all. All right. Did any of you watch any of his football games where he actually, uh, his good and his bad and his average football game? Did any of you watch any of those? Any of you? Any of you? I'll answer it for them. No, they didn't. Absolute joke. I'm watching this dude shred Greg Williams' defense. Absolutely destroy it. He's already... It's 11 minutes in the first quarter, and he's already inside the Jet territory after the Jets punted. Like, he's slicing up people. His team is averaging like 200 rushing yards a game. Do you realize how ridiculously insane that is? That is a ridiculous amount of rushing yards. He's like, you know what? Let me just, you know, I can pass. I can do everything. I can do everything. Is he a high-volume quarterback when it comes to the pass? Do I think so right now? No, not really. But this dude can throw one hell of a sweet football, and why does he need to be a high-volume passer? Why? Why? Because people dictate that's the case? Because people say, well, that's the thing that you have to specialize in, and that's the that's the position that the, the quarterback needs to throw the football. 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 You sound like a nerd whenever you say that. Oh, well, he's got to be six foot three, two 250 pounds, and he's got to really sling it from the pocket. Oh, my God. Give me a freaking break. Is that all you have to offer? He has to be six foot three, two 250 pounds, and he has to be one hell of a gunslinger. That's, that's what a first-round overall draft pick is. That's what it takes. Oh, my God. What a bunch of morons. These are the people that were given, like, millions upon millions of dollars to uh, to, to frickin' evaluate players. 
Oh my god. That's why I like this dude so much, because he sticks it in people's faces. Sticks it in their faces, says, not bad for a running back after having a couple hundred yard game, a couple of touchdowns. He had a five touchdown passing game, by the way, this season. Nobody said nobody says it. Nobody said it. Stephen A. Did he say it? Let me let me let me try and find what Stephen A. Smith had to say about Lamar Jackson. Cause he he said two years ago when he was coming out of Louisville that he can't throw. He said it a couple of months ago. He can't throw. And what do you know? Leads the league in passing yards and rushing yards as a quarterback. Has a thousand as a quarterback, by the way. Eh, anybody care? Does Stephen A. Smith care? I don't know. Let me let me type it in. Wonder how interesting it's gonna be. Stephen A. to the Ravens, sit Lamar Jackson versus the Jets if he's not 100%. What the hell does that mean? Nobody's 100%. It's freaking December. Nobody is 100%. Stephen A. Respect, reacts to the suspended broadcaster's Lamar Jackson comments. It's stupid. Is more concerning than Patrick Mahomes' hand. That is absurd. Oh, my God. It's just a bunch of ridiculous takes, man. It, it's 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 one of the most like as as a dude that loves quarterbacks, that loves quarterbacks who throw the football. Like I'm 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 a big 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 Brady fan. I love Tom. I love Tom. I love Drew. Those are my guys. Those are some of my favorite football players of all time. Specifically, Tom Brady is my favorite football player of all time. I don't know if he's yours, but he's mine. He's not a Dallas Cowboy. He's a New England. He, his team beat our team. Beat my team a couple of weeks ago. But I love the old school. I love the guys that can sling it. But I can also recognize guys like Lamar Jackson that can run and sling it. Especially from the pocket. And that's what everybody... That's what blows my mind about Lamar Jackson. And it's like, you obviously don't watch his tape. You obviously don't. The ex, the ex-pros, they say, well, I watch a lot of tape. No, you don't. I, I literally... I'm watching this dude right now on my television, throwing perfect strikes, moving, standing in, doing everything that he, he, he can throw everything. He can throw every single type of ball that you need him to throw, right? And it's like every single week, some idiot goes on television, goes on their radio show and says, well, you know, he's a running back, but he can really throw the football. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like former players. They're like, well, I watch a lot of game tape. I'm like, you know what, I don't watch game tape, I don't watch all 22, but it doesn't take a freaking former professional football player to see what everybody in the league sees. This isn't just a dude that's, this this isn't just a hot girl, right? This This is the girl with brains, right? This is the girl that you're like, you know what, this is the girl that you want to take home to your mom and dad and say, hey mom, dad, I can really pick him, you know? Lamar Jackson's the type of quarterback that you can say to your team if you're a Baltimore, say to the other fans of other teams saying, you know what, we really, really know how to pick a damn good quarterback. And he really, really likes to stick it to the other teams that uh, that didn't draft him, like the New York Jets who just drafted Sam Darnold, who, oh, by the way, went three and out. Now Lamar Jackson is inside the 15-yard line of the Jets. They run the read option with Lamar. And I mean, he just accelerates and he takes one hell of a shot. But he gets up, he runs, everybody is, everybody's patting him. You know what? This is ridiculous to me. I, 
Oh man, it, it it's it's ridiculous to me on so many different levels because I have to see this week in week out. There is some moron, some moron ex NFL player who said that it's really really hard to disguise the football to to like see if Lamar is holding the football or not because he wears a black jersey, he's black, and the football is dark. That's why they have such high success running the read option. Oh, by the way, Mark Ingram, he just scored, hit the first touchdown of the game on the first drive of the game. But oh yeah, the ball's dark, Lamar Jackson is black, and his jersey, the, the, the if you don't know the Baltimore Ravens, uh, they also have, on top of having the white and the purple, they also have a black jersey, right? So they're like, oh yeah, you know, the ball is dark, Lamar Jackson is black, and the 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 freaking jersey is black. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's why he's that's why that's why the read option works incredibly well. It's not because they're able to run the football with the backup running back with Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson. That's not it at all. And on top of that, it's on top of them being able to run the football with all those different dudes. On top of that. You can also throw the football with Lamar Jackson as well. It's not that, you know, it's not that he's a good quarterback. It's not that he actually has skill. It's not that he's able to actually read the defense. That's not it at all. It's because he's black, the ball's black, and the jersey's black. That's why he's able to run the read. Like, the amount, just give him his fucking credit. Just say, just say because he's putting his nuts in people's faces that said that he couldn't throw the football. That's what it is. That's what's going on. Lamar Jackson, he just said, and by the way, Lamar Jackson just set the single season record for uh, for rushing yards for a quarterback. Oh, and by the way, he has the most touchdowns through the air of a quarterback. But Lamar Jackson pretty much put his nuts in everybody's face that said, he put his nuts in Stephen A. Smith's face. He put it in Bill Polian's face. He put his nuts in freaking, what's his, what, what what's the other guy's name? Mel Kuyper, Doug Gottlieb that said he's not going to be a quarterback in the L, in the NFL. What a freaking moronic thing to say when you've probably never watched any of his game tape. Every single person, and even Colin Cowherd, put his nuts in Colin Cowherd's face and said, you know what, Colin? You said that I should have played freaking wide receiver. Guess what? I'm going to put your my nuts in your face. Heisman freaking trophy winner. Everybody's surprised that he's a... F- I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit gassed right now. But I'm, I'm so sick of everybody saying that it's a surprise that a Heisman trophy winner can actually throw the football. Oh, what a surprise. Oh, what a surprise. The guy that should give the, the, the best college... Uh, award to can throw the football at his respective position, not just run it. What a freaking surprise. Put his nuts in everybody's face and said, what are you going to do about it? And, and they said, we'll do nothing. We'll do nothing. Keep on putting, let your nut, let your nut, let your nuts hang, Lamar. Let them hang. Jesus Christ. What a pack of morons. He can't throw the football. He can't, I'm going to be rude about it. I'm going to be rude about it because I'm sick and tired of this horse mess. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm not going to be PG. I'm going to be rated R. X double X plus triple L. I'm going to be do, I'm I'm, I'm going to be the type of podcast that you don't play in front in front of your parents pretty much. Sick of this shit. No, he can't. He can't throw the football. He can't throw the football. He's got to run the football to be successful. Oh, really? How's how, how? What what type of success does Baker have? What type of success does he have? What type of success does 
Sam Darnold have? What type of success does, what's his face, the other guy, Rosen have? The guy that's benched for Ryan Fitzpatrick. What type of success do those guys have? Because they're making a lot, they're, you know, they're really, really successful throwing the football, right? You would think that they would be the number one seed in their in their conference, number one seed in their division, which none of them are, by the way. Number one, you know, th- that they would win a couple of playoff games, that they would have at least been to the playoffs. Isn't it funny that the only dude in his draft class at the quarterback position in the first round, of course, the only dude at that position, first round draft pick, to be taken, you know, in, in 2018, isn't it funny that that guy, that had the best season out of all of them in his rookie season. The only guy to go to the playoffs out of that draft class is the one that receives the most credit and was the guy that said that everybody said he should switch positions, play wide receiver, don't play quarterback, you're not good at it, you're only a runner. Isn't it funny how that works? The best guy was the guy that they were most criticized for. You know what they said about Albert Einstein? They said that Albert Einstein had mental deficiencies. He he had I, I he he was the R word R E T A. I I don't want to say it right. You know what I mean? Like he had issues. He was a little bit slow, as his teachers would say. Albert Einstein, a genius, Un, an unquestionable genius, a guy who figured out. Like if if you don't know what laser means, laser is an, an is an acronym. It's not a word, right? It is a word, but it's an acronym. Laser stands for, what does it stand for? Hold on. Let me look it up. Light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. That's the acronym, and I'm not making this bullshit up. Look up on Google, laser acronym. And Albert Einstein wrote a paper on it, right? Wrote a paper on it, and he pretty much made the acronym for laser, the, the the light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. That's what laser, that's the acronym for it, right? Wrote a paper on it, a theory, a thesis. On top of a myriad of different things like uh, like nuclear energy and all that good, I, like his, his list of scientific discoveries is way too long for me to list on just this one podcast episode. And we're talking about Albert Einstein, and people thought that he was slow. A genius. His teachers thought that he was slow. And everybody wants to say, well, he can't throw, Lamar. He can't throw. He's not good enough. He should play freaking, he should play whatever. He should play wide receiver, right? What a fucking joke. What a fucking joke. I can't believe this horse mess. And they're winning, by the way. It's 7-0. The first, bottom of the first. The first quarter, by the way. I'm like, they're winning and I'm pissed off. What a fucking joke. Lamar breaks it off. Lamar pretty much is inside the five. Inside the five-yard line of the... uh, Of the... um, Of the... What's it called? Of the... Of the Jets... Of the Jets uh, sideline. Not of the Jets sideline. Jets territory. I just looked this... 
and, and the funny thing is, here, here's what you got to understand about these these personalities, right? Personalities. These these personalities that they essentially make money off of, right? So what they do is they say controversial stuff. It gains views. It gains clicks. And um, then they, like, it gains views. It, it, it gains clicks. But once they say, once the controversial stuff is over with, by the way, Lamar Jackson just threw yet again another touchdown pass to Boykin. So now they're up 14 to zero against the the, uh, the Jets at 250, and Sam Darnold, the guy that was drafted way ahead of Lamar, remember how I said that Lamar Jackson loves to stick it to guys that were in his draft, and it's a cover zero. Greg Williams blitzes, Lamar perfectly steps up, walks out. They're showing the the play where he runs it to the five yard line, steps up and out, rolls to his right, comes back. This is on the touchdown play. Touchdown to A.J. Boykin, whatever his name is. I think that's his name. But he can't read coverages. He can't read defenses. Let me let me play you this clip from Doug Gottlieb today. Lamar Jackson will not have long-term success in the NFL. And, in, and personalities like this, they love, they absolutely love to double down on their statements. So here he is. Let's listen to this audaciousness, and we'll, we'll, we'll go from here. We'll go from here. As we, <clears throat> as we watch an ad from... An ad that's not paying me. I don't get paid to do this, but you know it would it would be nice if they paid me. Look tonight, the Ravens are going to dominate the Jets. Why? Because the Ravens are better than the Jets. Matter of fact, over the past twenty years, the Ravens have consistently been a good football team. The Jets have had a couple of good. Pause it. Shut up. Shut up. He's giving Sam Darnold a way out. He says, "Well, Baltimore's been better than the Jets." Baltimore, you know who, you know what, the Dallas Cowboys for the last 20 years, they have been worse than the Philadelphia Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles in the past 20 years, they've, they've actually won a Super Bowl and they've been to two Super Bowls and Dallas, Dak Prescott is better than Carson Wentz. He's already beat, Dak Prescott has not lost a football game to Carson Wentz in almost two years and Philadelphia is easily a better organization. They easily have a better offensive line. They easily have a better tight end. <clears throat> they they obviously they're struggling with the wide receiving core with all the injuries there. But Philadelphia easily has a better football team and easily a quote unquote better quarterback to if you ask everybody. Everybody's gonna be like, yeah, Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. Why couldn't they beat them two months ago? Runs, but have not been an incredibly well run organization. Remember the 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 Jets likely won't have Jamal Adams. Their first-round draft pick, Quinnen Williams, and Demarius Thomas, who appears to be over the hill, all doubtful, not expected to play. C.J. Mosley's already out for the year. He gets a high percentage of their salary cap at linebacker. Excuses. They're a bad team dealing with a bunch of injuries with a first-year head coach and a first-year general manager. Excuses. Ravens are 16.5-point favorites for a reason. Excuses. And what's going to happen tonight is it's going to be a coronation. For Lamar Jackson, and it's gonna we're gonna you're gonna have tweets, social media gifts. You'll have people on radio and on TV. By the way, <clears throat> you uh, to set the scene here, he's in a studio right now, Fox Sports Radio behind him. He literally his eyes are red. He looks like he just cried. He looks sickly, Doug Gottlieb. He looks sickly. He looks like he is dying right now. Hopefully, he is not. He just looks, he looks like he, you know, probably 
has been saying a whole bunch of stuff that's been giving him a whole bunch of unnecessary trauma. I wonder what it is or what it could be. He's probably facing a whole bunch of stress. He's probably getting pressured. Maybe it's because of some of the stuff that he's been saying. I don't know. The sad thing is, is that when you double down on this weird personality, and in, in, um, I was doing the the interesting thing is is that uh, as I bring up personalities, I'll talk about Colby Colby Covington here after I'm done with Gottlieb. But the funny thing is about personalities is that once you doubt, double down on them, and once your personality like sticks, that's who you are as a person. Like nobody takes Rob Parker seriously whatsoever. Nobody, because he does things that are purposely inflammatory. That's his hustle. That is what he, I don't take him seriously. There's certain per- I love listening to Shannon and Skip Bayless because I think that their personalities they have some things that are based in truth. I think that there's some things that it's like, oh, okay, Shannon, he comes, he brings stats, he brings an opinion, but it's not like he doubles down on certain things that are negative for him. A lot of people they're like, we'll double down on everything across the board, including the negative, and that's what we're going. Like Shannon, he doesn't necessarily do that, right? even though his whole response is just to be a cowboy, essentially, a cowboy hater, because obviously Skip Bayless, like, he, they need they need a villain. They, they need they need an antithesis here for the cowboys, right? So Shannon, he picks, he, he is the guy. He is the guy that is the antithesis, right? But when it comes to Doug Gottlieb, his personality, all it is is just ridiculousness. Like, we're going to watch this seven-minute, this eight-minute video. We're going to watch it in full just so you can feel my pain, and then we're gonna not watch probably Doug Gottlieb for, I don't know, this is actually the first time that I've played anything of his on my on my podcast, in like five months, over 100 and X amount of episodes, I think it's like 113, 112 episodes, by the way, thank you for sticking with me and watching, uh, or listening to most of them, but over 100, and, 100 episodes, first time he's gonna make an appearance, hopefully the last time, because I'm pretty much, I, like, I'm, I'm done with some of these dudes, man. I'm so done. I'm so done. But, um, well, and they're horrific personalities. But one of the personalities that's going to be making a Showtime show on, uh, on Saturday, a fight that I'm, fights that I'm very, very excited to see on the UFC. I'm not going to cast any of them because I'm not a UFC guy. I can't, I can't do any of that stuff. But, um, Colby Covington versus Kamar Usman on Saturday. Now, Colby is a very, very interesting dude. He's a troll. <laughs> like, like he, he's, I, I can't take the dude seriously. He's a troll, man. Like, he's using Trump and the controversy surrounding Trump to essentially, like, give himself a platform. Like, everybody hates him, so everybody tunes in to watch him, to watch him, uh, to watch him fight to lose, I guess. I, I guess that's the, that's the thing. It's the exact same thing that happened with uh, Muhammad Ali and Floyd Mayweather, except I don't think Colby is as good of a fighter as the, like, those are all-time talent, I don't think, like, I don't think he's as good of a talent as those two guys, you know, in all honesty, like, I think the closest thing that I would consider to be another, like, a modern-day, maybe not a modern-day, but yeah, I guess a modern-day Floyd, another modern-day Muhammad Ali would probably be Conor McGregor, but he's kind of, he's kind of falling off, I don't know, but Colby, he doubled down on his personality, and then he just said, like, this week, it's just that. It's just a personality. Kind of drawing back the illusion, the, uh, you know, the the whole, like, thing with, with himself and 
what he does as a personality. And I was like, and I watched like the, the athletes panel of him and he gave like some of the weirdest responses ever. Like, uh, what, what, what's her name? Morgan Olivier or Megan Olivier, whatever her name is. She asked him like, what do you think? What, like, what's your favorite thing about fans or what's, what's your favorite thing or whatever. And his response was Jeffrey Epstein didn't, <laughs> didn't commit suicide. I'm like, what? I'm like now, all right, now Colby, you're taking it a little bit too far. But my point is, is that usually these personalities, they double down on their personalities. And if it's a stupid personality, like the Colby Covington personality, which, you know, take away the politics, take away him being a Trump thing. Like, l- let me, let me play you the, the freaking response. So that way I can, so that way, like you can understand how I felt. So that way, like if you're, if you're a Trump supporter or not, you can be like, what the fuck was that? Right. I, I want you to feel my pain. Hold on. I want you to feel my pain. Hold on. Let me <clears throat> let me pull it up here. Frick. Hold on. Where is it? Here it is. Let me try and find it here. Sorry that this is taking too long. I did not expect to go on this tangent. But the good news is, I've kind of cooled down. I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm... I'm not as gassed as I was. Give me a couple of minutes. I guarantee you, I will. I will be in a couple of seconds. Where is the Where is the interview? Here it is. We all do our part and we can get it done. Like, uh, I know I'm, I'm very confident I can get the job done. I'm sure they're confident they can get the job He wanted to know if you weren't a fighter. Here it is. Here, here's, the, here's the question. I think she asked him, if you weren't a fighter, what would you do? Here we go. Would your career be? Oh, man, that's a really tough question. And I've thought really, really hard about that question. Oh, no, 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 no. This, this isn't it. Hold on. Where is it? Fuck's sake. Stage. These are all questions curated from Twitter. and they're- We all do our part and we can get it done. Like, uh, I know I'm, I'm very confident. Is, is being on my hit list. And Marty Fake News is going to experience that on Saturday night. No, 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 no. Here it is. Here it is. I found it. Oh my god, this is the fucking cringiest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Just trying to enlighten myself. <laughs> I see. Alright, uh, this one is from Bobby Esau. He wanted to know, if you weren't a fighter, what would your career be? Ooh, man, that's a really tough question. And I've thought really, really hard about that question. And Yeah, Epstein didn't kill himself. It's a fucking, like, it's it's a fucking personality. It's like WWE, man. And it's like, I, I get it. That's that's what he's doing. It's kind of like, what's what's that Trisha Paytas, right? When she was, when she was like, I'm a Trump supporter and all that stuff. Like, it's just to spark controversy. And it's like, I get what he's doing. I respect what he's doing. But it's like, fuck, man. Like, <laughs> could, it, could it not be more thought out? Like, I get that he's like going on a panel and he's like, like trying to crack a couple of jokes, but when I saw this, I was watching this live and I was like, fuck man, this is so fucking cringe.
Oh my god. Anyways, back to the real cringe and the sickly Doug Gottlieb. He literally looks like he's sick right now. Is he sick? I don't want to make fun of somebody who's actually sick. Really, really don't want to make fun of a dude that looks sickly. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think so. All right, he's free game. All right. Asking everyone to ap- apologize to this young man. For what? Well, because he sat there in the green room. Okay. Well, you don't have to go to the green room. Plenty of very good players, including... All right, I'm going to turn this down, and I'm going to fast-forward it because the uh, the less time he has, uh, the better for me, and the better for you because he's just trying to... Like, he's trying to weasel his way out of this. Just freaking... Like, I, I, I don't expect an apology from this dude. I'm not... I'm a, I'm a grown man. Like I don't I don't need people to apologize. I just need you to stop being ridiculously stupid on the internet. You know, especially if you're one of these dudes. Well, maybe like I'm not going to put a whole lot of energy into this because there's people that are ridiculously stupid on the internet. But when you're saying something unironically, like when you're saying something like, "Oh yeah, I think Lamar Jackson is bad" and it's not as like a troll and it's not unironic. It's I find this like it's like, "Well, you probably shouldn't deserve a job on the internet." To me, it's like like I get it if he was like some some like weird like some who who's somebody who says something like controversial for controversy's sake like uh, I, I I don't know I don't know but like like I I well I mean a better example I I don't know but it's like oh like the Kardashians the Kardashians they're controversial they're like everybody hates them whatever but it's not like they're freaking trying to like it's not like they're trying to run the country or whatever. Like, as far as I know, Kim Kardashian is trying to get people out of prison who don't deserve to be there, and that's it. Like, that's the extent of the politics, and that, that's pretty that's pretty honorable, to be honest with you. But beyond that, they're not trying to get into politics. They're not trying to disrupt the fabric of what we're doing as a society. It's like, you know, they're, they're just sticking to what they do best, and that's sell makeup and skirts, right? What Doug Gottlieb is doing is trying to tell me, and you, as a viewer, that Lamar Jackson is somehow, some way not not a good football player, and then he's saying, well, you, you need to apologize for him because he waited in the green room. Nope, that's not the point. You missed the point entirely. And worse yet, it's so obvious that you missed the point entirely. You probably, like, like what he just said, pretty much just, what's it called? Not clarifies. It it justifies what I've been saying all along. These people, they don't watch this fucking tape. They don't watch this goddamn tape at all. Speaking of watching this tape, I'm watching the football game right now. The Jets they uh they scored another touch they scored not another they scored their first touchdown of the game. The uh, the Baltimore Ravens they missed a field goal so now it's 13 to 7 Baltimore. But again, Lamar is Lamar and he's pushing the ball and he's moving the ball and uh the Jets they have not stopped him. <laughs> they haven't stopped him at all. Aaron Rodgers has gone to the green room. By the way, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. He's actually had a better season. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean not popular, but accurate. Hold on. I am in some ways resigned and in some ways. Ex- 
Sorry. You're going to have tweets, social media, GIFs. You'll have people on radio and on TV asking everyone to apologize to this young man. For what? Well, because he sat there in the green room. Okay. Well, you don't have to go to the green room. Plenty of very good players, including Aaron Rodgers, has gone to the green room. By the way, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. He's actually had a better season. I know, not popular, but accurate. Um, in, inaccurate. He doesn't have the touchdowns. He doesn't have the rushing yards. He does not have the wins. Lamar Jackson, by the way, on a uh, second touchdown of the game. Uh, <laughs> like second touch, second touchdown of the game. You know, it's like like. For him, making money and scoring touchdowns comes easy to Lamar Jackson, man. I mean, this dude, <laughs> his offensive linemen are even doing the, the I'll see you at the bank, big trust, call me, stuff like that. Uh, on, and by the way, nobody's going to talk about this sweet pass that, that Lamar Jackson just threw. Hold on. <laughs> they, they even do the big trust to the camera. That's hilarious. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Hold on. I got to see this. I got to watch this. Mark Ingram. Oh, my God. They're saying it into the camera. Oh, my God. That shit is hilarious. Let me watch it again. I love I love watching Baltimore. Hold on. <laughs> the offensive linemen are doing it. You know something is, is catching with the offensive linemen are doing it. But um, no one's going to talk. Uh, before we get back on to Doug Gottlieb, let me talk about Lamar Jackson for a couple of seconds. Throws a dime to the tight end for a touchdown in the back of the end zone. On the play before that, he pretty much throws the best ball to Hollywood, da- uh, not B- down, excuse me, Hollywood Brown on a go route not at a go, excuse me, on a post route. And it, it would have been there, except, check this out. What the hell's going on? They're taking the touchdown off the board. What? What? What the hell happened? What happened? The reason for the delay is because somebody there lined up on the end of the line. So the line judge is going to come in after the play, not knowing if he reported or not. Went to the referee, asked him if he reported. He said no, and that's why we got the delayed flag. What? It's a delayed flag on a touch. So Lamar has been robbed on a touchdown pass twice. Uh, now it's uh, and now. The Jets players, they're fighting with Baltimore players because Baltimore is just better. But um, let me let me talk about, let me gush over Lamar Jackson for a couple of seconds. Uh, because uh, people like Doug Opley just fucking, uh, and you know what? You know what? I think, I, and I realized what it was. He's not willing to own up to his mistakes. Like, I make mistakes all the time on the podcast. You've heard it. I saw, I thought that Dallas was going to be 10-6. and six. They're not going to be 10-6. and six. Like, like pretty much what Doug Gottlieb had just said, saying that Lamar, in, in the title of this YouTube video that we're going to watch, is it's absolutely insane. But pretty much what some personalities do is they pretty much are saying, like, 
like it would be as if I was saying that Dallas is going to go ten and six when they're probably going to go somewhere between eight and eight and nine and seven, right? Like there, it's literally impossible at this point in the season. They've lost way too many games to go ten and six. And I kept on saying, well, they'll have a shot. They'll have a shot. I'm out. They're, I don't know what the hell they'll go. I thought they were going to go ten and six. Like I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm willing to admit that I was wrong. Right. There'll be more days to be right. There'll be more days to be wrong. But it's like, I don't I don't really care that much that I'm wrong. I'm wrong all the time. I can admit that. I'll admit when I'm wrong. Until literally the final <laughs> until literally the final moment, I will I will always be right. I will always think I'm right until I'm wrong. And I'm wrong on the Cowboys, right? But pretty much what Doug Gottlieb is saying is, you know, well, well, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Even when the Dallas Cowboys are obviously incapable of making the 10 and 6 season that I predicted at the beginning of the season like it's it's absurd to me it's absurd it's just freaking admit it just say you're wrong it's perfectly fine it's not like you know it's you're not gonna get spanked by your dad or whatever by being wrong like what the fuck is wrong with you dude just say you're wrong it's not that big of a fucking deal holy shit speaking of holy shit like the the freaking Jets they have two encroachment penalties on the on the same consecutive plays Like, and the Baltimore offense is not having it because they keep, what what the Jets players keep doing, the defensive linemen, of course, they keep freaking running straight into the Baltimore offensive linemen when, the, when they're doing a hard snap count. And it's like, dude, just like, no, they're not, they're not going to the quarterback. They're going at the offensive linemen. So when they, when they do the encroachment call, they're not going after Lamar. They're going after the, the offensive linemen. Offensive linemen are pretty freaking pissed off about it. Yeah. So Baltimore, like, I don't know what the fuck these idiot, idiotic Jets are doing, but these moronic Jets are going are pissing off the wrong team. Absolutely pissing off the worst team to piss off. And again, Andrew scores the, the the touchdown that should have been scored again. Like three, this is the third time. Like think about it like this. The third time that they've had to score the touchdown, right? The first time should have been the Hollywood Brown post route, perfect football to Hollywood. He had had his man beat. If the dude didn't tackle him, he would have hit his head on the goalpost, scoring the touchdown that would have put the Baltimore Ravens up 20-7. to in the second quarter, by the way. And, oh, I should mention this. Lamar Jackson has a quad injury. He's hurt. He doesn't look like he's hurt. He's not playing like he's hurt. Right? <clears throat> he's not throwing like he's hurt. He's not... Like, he looks He looks fine to me. He looks fine. May not necessarily be that he is fine, but he is playing with an injury. Right? So they score. So the first time that they should have scored was on the, uh, on the Hollywood Brown touchdown that, you know was pass interference, so it pretty much brought them all to the one-yard line. Then on some idiotic touchdown reversal call, flag thrown, the idiotic refs, they call it back. So then on this play, they're like, well, let's get it right. Let's just pretty much run a similar play to Mark Andrews, who scores yet again on the, the, the second time on this drive, a touchdown for Baltimore. 
It's like, fine. You guys want to burn clock? You guys want to burn it? We'll burn it all day. We're fine. I mean, I I don't have a lot of sympathy for guys like Sam Darnold. I don't know if you can tell. I I really, really don't. I don't have a lot of sympathy for guys like Baker Mayfield, uh, for guys like, uh, what's his face, Joss Rosen. Don't have a lot of sympathy for him. I don't know why I don't have a lot of sympathy for him. Because these were so these were the, the, the quarterback greats. These were the guys that were supposed to be the best guys and the be- you know, Doug Gottlieb was sucking off Sam Darnold like it's nobody's business. And uh you, you know, you come to find out the five and eight freaking Jets, the eleven and two Ravens, the the guy that everybody shat on for a good six months you know, during the draft, and and everybody was like, oh man, the Baltimore Ravens, they made a huge mistake going back in the first round to get Lamar, it turns out it's working uh, pretty well for them, as they're, what is it, 20-7 to against uh, Sam Darnold and company? I am in some ways resigned, and in some ways excited about the fact that Lamar Jackson's going to be the MVP, because it will continue to reiterate something I've iterated, which is, the MVP isn't a year-long, it isn't a career-long achievement, and it isn't necessarily even about who's best. It's about who had the most impact this year. And I would say that while Lamar hasn't been the best quarterback. I can kind of agree with that. See that? I can kind of agree with stuff. I'm I'm pretty fair. I can kind of agree that the MVP, you know, it's like the impact that you have. It's kind of like the Russell Westbrook. But I think that it's different for each league. I think that the NFL is more accurate. Like Mahomes won it last year. He was the best player. He was the most valuable player. And I think Lamar Jackson this year has been the most valuable. There's a there's a Jet player with tears in his eyes. Why are you Why do you have tears in your eyes, bro? You lost. You're losing to Jackson. Everybody loses to Jackson. And I wouldn't bet on him long term in comparison, even to Sam Darnold. He has had a tremendous impact, I think, on the Ravens in a, an only a positive way. They play a style of football that allows him to succeed, but also allows them to succeed. And because of his um, humility at this point in his career, I think the whole thing works. I am not a Lamar Jackson hater. I'm a realist. We've seen... Tell tell it like it is. Tell it like it is, Gottlieb. Tell me the real deal. Tell me why Lamar Jackson won't have long-term success. Tell me like it is. ...of this style before. We've seen it work before. We have not seen it been sustained and work long-term before. Maybe this is different. I'm willing to believe that there are disruptors in every business and things just change. They just do. You know, I mentioned that Amazon Prime and Amazon Prime Video has tonight's game. Think about this for a second. Amazon, right? Amazon, we're used to buy stuff and eBay. Think about who's evolved and who hasn't evolved. Okay, so now he's just going off of uh, going off on a weird tangent. I'll fast forward. I'll just skip ahead. Getting a pre-made chicken from a grocery store. It's less expensive than an uncooked chicken. It's almost always yummy. Sometimes a little bit overcooked, but it's simple. It's easy. It's done. Then you throw it away when you're done. Anyway, you get done paying for your chicken. You're like, oh, $2 for a rental that I used to go to Blockbuster for, but now you can. Skipping again. Okay. The rea- the rea- Netflix was Redbox only to your mailbox. And then one turned right and one turned left. So it doesn't mean that this absolutely won't work, but we've seen it work in short term, but not long term. Speaking of short term and long term, off of a play action fake uh, to, you know, he Sam Darnold tries to throw to Robbie Anderson, and it's dreadfully incomplete. Horribly incomplete. The reaction to tonight's game will be Lamar's the MVP. 
and the Jets made a mistake drafting Darnold when they should have drafted Lamar Jackson. 100%. I, I want you to think about what Lamar Jackson would look like with one of, if not the worst, offensive line in football. Now, maybe you think Le'Veon Bell works, although Le'Veon Bell, not really a power runner. Actually, he would work better. Like, that's the interesting thing because um, Lamar Jackson, he's so – like, I've, I've seen I've seen Lamar do Deshaun Watson stuff <clears throat> and essentially run and burst through tackles because of his ability – because of his athleticism. I've seen him burst through ta- – I've seen him do everything, right? Would I say that he would be as efficient? And what was the argument that he said? And the Jets made a mistake drafting Darnold when they should have drafted – Lamar Jackson. I, I want you to think about what Lamar Jackson would look like with. That's an observation saying that, oh, he would be worse with one of the worst offensive lines in, in the league. Oh, what a surprise. Yeah. Everybody would be worse with one. Would he be better than Darnold? Yeah, he would be. Yeah, 100% he would be. The offense would be better. Le'Veon Bell would be better. The read option would be better. Everything that the Jets are doing offensive because right now Lamar is a better passer of the football than Darnold. He's a better runner of the football than Darnold. He reads coverages better than Darnold. Like he's a better quarterback than Darnold. The 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 what's it called? The argument for this shouldn't be well. He's going to play worse with a worse offensive line. The argument should be is he better than Sam Darnold or not? Because that's the that's the that's the reason why a lot of people hate Mitchell Trubisky in Chicago. Because Mahomes, even without Tyreek Hill, is a pretty good quarterback. You know, surprisingly enough, oh my God, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, you know, without his number one would still be a pretty good wide, uh, not wide receiver, excuse me, but still a pretty good quarterback. Same thing with Lamar. It's like, yeah, even without Mar- uh, uh, without Hollywood Brown, without his, uh, without Mark Ingram, without that offensive line, without the coaching staff, still be a pretty good quarterback. He would be better than Darnold, that's for sure. One of, if not the worst, offensive line in football. Now, Maybe you think Le'Veon Bell works, although Le'Veon Bell, not really a power runner. But the big thing is, none of it works if you can't stop anybody, and they can't. None of it works if you don't have the best kicker in football. None of it works if you don't have an offensive line. And the whole culture of the Ravens is excellent. That's a consistent when When Joe Flacco was healthy, they were still a playoff team. Excuses, by the way. And when they had a- excuses, ex- excuses to give himself some room to breathe, and also excuses, by the way, for his take on Sam Darnold and how apparently... Lamar Jackson will not have long-term success in the NFL, even though he's not really explained that at all. And better yet, he hasn't explained how how Sam Darnold has had any success in the NFL whatsoever. His team, by the way, is five and eight currently in the uh, in the AFCs. Defense, they were a Super Bowl team. The past eleven season, they have one year below five hundred. I believe that's the year that Joe Flacco hurt his back, and they had twenty-two players on IR. It was just one of those years that was you chalk it up to injury. It's a not a good, it's a great, it's a model organ. Let me put it to you like this. Let me put it to you like this. Let's say you have Sam Darnold going to the Patriots. You have Lamar Jackson going to the Patriots. So they're both in the best, they're, they're both in the best team, organization, best head coach, whatever, right? They're going, like, let's say, uh, let's say you have two parallel universes. In one universe, Lamar gets drafted to the Patriots and another Sam Darnold gets better it gets drafted to the Patriots. So Brady retires or he leaves after this season. Boom, you have Lamar and you have Sam Darnold. Which universe is going to have a better overall 10 plus years? Is it going to be the universe with Lamar Jackson in New England or Sam Darnold? I don't even think it's close. I think it's Lamar Jackson. Like, I, I don't even think it's close. 
I don't. I really, really don't. If they have that same, if they're trending the way that they think that I think they're going to trend, I think Lamar is going to go up. I think Sam Darnold is going to go down. Like, it's not even close, man. So let's take out the teams. Let's take out the kickers. Let's take take out the. It's not even close, man. Really isn't. That even though they replaced Ozzie Newsom, his replacement was in that organization for twenty years. They've had consecutive consistent success and excuse, excuse 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 excuses 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 as to why sam darnold can't get the job done why josh rosen can't get, why, why can't any of these dudes that were drafted in front of lamar why can't they win football games why the jets have if not the worst one of the worst offensive lines no offensive weapons they have an overpaid running back who can't do anything behind that offensive line, a GM who didn't draft him and doesn't want him, two head coaches, two coordinators in two seasons, and we think there'll only be two coaches, but we have a, no idea for next year. The Ravens have the fourth best overall defense, one of the best offensive lines, and a scheme completely built upon their strengths of the team. So you play to your strengths, you attack opponents' weaknesses. Huh. Where where, where does that sound familiar? Why does that sound so familiar? So you go to your strengths... And you don't play to your weakness. Doesn't that sound exactly like the philosophy that Bill Belichick uses? Doesn't that sound like the philosophy that Bill Belichick constantly quotes from the art of war by the very intelligible and insightful? I think he was a Chinese war strategist, Sun Tzu. Where did, I, I wonder why that philosophy has stuck for hundreds of years. I wonder why. You play to your strengths and not your weaknesses. By a guy who's run it before in Greg Roman. So look, I'm not saying that Lamar isn't going to be great tonight, that they're not going to win tonight, and that based upon what you see on the field tonight, you're probably going to say, you know what, they're right, should have gone with Lamar Jackson. I'm telling you long term. And if you ask people in the NFL, they'll go, you know, Lamar's a little better, better than I thought. He got more accurate, and they figured out how to, how to make him more accurate by only throwing inside the numbers and throwing to huge targets with big catch radiuses like tight ends. But they still like Darnold. Darnold. Incorrect. In, in. Incorrect, he says. Well, well, he throws it. Well, hold on. Let me let me get all the let me get all the excuses so that and way if you I ask, can absolutely eviscerate this dude. People in the NFL, they'll go. You know, Lamar's a little better than I thought. He got more accurate, and they figured out how to how to make him more accurate by only throwing inside the numbers and throwing to huge targets with big catch radiuses like tight ends. Pretty much what they were doing with uh, with Sam Darnold, by the way. Uh, Jamison Crowder. He's a he, you know he's not a big guy. He's not a big tight end. He's not a huge catch radius. But by the way, oh yeah, Lamar pretty much puts the ball on the money. He's incredibly accurate. Sam Darnold has similar issues. Uh, he actually has the same exact issues that Doug Gottlieb is saying. He has to throw inside the numbers. He can't throw out routes. We 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 know that this is bullshit because ball, uh, Doug Gottlieb he pretty much just uses broad and general uh, excuses as to why as as to why he hates Lamar Jackson or whatever without actually watching the football. Uh, without watching the football games, I mean, literally the exact reasons why he's critiquing Lamar Jackson is the exact same reasons, like, not the exact same reasons, excuse me, but it's exactly what I'm watching on my television right now, what Sam Darnold is doing. He's throwing inside the numbers. He's throwing to his tight ends and running backs. He's throwing, and he's giving the ball to Le'Veon Bell, and they're trying to run it. Like, it's the exact same thing that he's critiquing Lamar Jackson for doing, but Sam Darnold's doing it right now. And by the way, Lamar Jackson, he had a couple of scrambling touchdowns that, you know, he's not going to credit. But we're not going to watch this show for too much longer. As a matter of fact, I've spent probably way too much time on this. But I like to be incredibly, incredibly thorough on this. So that way, when I eviscerate people, when I when I talk about something, I'm actually informed about it. Instead of, 
just going into something half-assed and unprepared and saying something that's controversial so that way, you know, I could have controversy's sake or whatever. But they still like Donald. And there's still a belief that Donald is the right choice, would have been the right choice, is the better choice than Baker Mayfield. I'm going over the history of the past 30 years. 30. Where we've seen Vince Young, we've seen RG3, we've seen Colin Kaepernick. Like, look, Colin Kaepernick had one good year. One great year, one good year, and the rest, average at best. Go and look at how many great years Cam Newton had. Cam Newton had an MVP season, had a couple other really good years, and had several below-average years at best, and has been injury-prone. So if Cam Newton is the ceiling, one MVP, a couple... A, he's not the ceiling. B, B, I'm like, if you... Like, hold on. Cam Newton is not the ceiling. Rodgers is the ceiling. Let's 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 get that let's get that straight, right? Newton is not the ceiling. Rodgers is the ceiling. I'm going to go into that second. Uh, I'm going to go into that a little bit later on. It's not Michael Vick. It's not Cam Newton. It's Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so already that's incorrect. But I'm going to let Doug Gottlieb finish. There's like a minute left, and then we'll finish. Then we'll guillotine him. Essentially, we'll we'll execute him after he's uh, after he's pretty much uh, what's the word incriminated himself. Good years. Did the Ravens draft well? Sure. But the league's going to adjust. The likelihood remains that he'll get hurt, hit, he'll get dinged, that the accuracy issues will become problematic. Teams will form different parts of their roster so they know how to stop this style, which they can't on the fly. On the fly. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me rewind so that way we can, we can get this. And I'll slow it down. Hold on. Sorry for this. MVP uh. season had a couple other really good years. And had several below average years at best. Doesn't he sound a little bit slow to you? Like, I slowed it down to normal, right? Yeah, this is normal. This is how he normally talks. And has been injury prone. Slow not as in, like, mentally, but just slow as when he talks. Like, he seems sick. He seems a little bit out, which is why I was like, I don't want to make fun of a dude who's sick. But he looks sick. He sounds like, ugh. So if Cam Newton is the ceiling... One MVP, a couple other good years. Did the Ravens draft well? Sure. He he's also kind of like slurring his words. Is he sick? His eyes are red, or is he drunk? Like if I if if you if you played this audio to me, I'm like, is that dude sick or is he drunk? Trust me, I know a sick dude when I like when I hear it. He's sick or he's drunk. Hopefully he's okay. But the league's going to adjust. The, the likelihood remains. That he'll get hurt, hit, he'll get dinged. That the accuracy oh, is... Oh, what a surprise. A guy that's playing injured is going to get injured. Oh, he's going to get hit. Oh, my God. What a surprise. The quarterback position is going to get hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a surprise. Oh, my God. This will become problematic. Teams will form different parts of their roster so they know how to stop this style, which they can't on the fly. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. pause. That doesn't make any sense. He said that they know how to stop this style, but they can't do it on the fly. That doesn't make any sense. If they know how to stop the style, why wouldn't they already do it? Why wouldn't they stop it instead of trying to stop it on the fly? Why wouldn't you just stop it, right? If you know how to stop it, why wouldn't you stop it? Unless you don't know how to stop it and you're just making up BS. On the fly in the NFL. And even though tonight it'll look like the biggest no-brainer in the history of football that you should draft Lamar Jackson ahead of Sam Darnold, I'm telling you the long-term play is still Darnold. 
because Darnold still won against the Dallas Cowboys on the road. <laughs> well, hey, hey, hey. Uh, it wasn't the Dallas Cowboys on the road. They were playing at home, so that's already something that you want to – like, as much as I love the Dallas Cowboys, I am ready to throw them under the bus right now. Right now. They stink. They have the worst head coach in the league. If you're really quantifying Sam Darnold by being a pathetic, by him beating a pathetic Dallas Cowboy roster, that's really an unimpressive. That's 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 really like that's that's the best that you can do. You can do. Oh, he beat Dallas. Oh, he beat he beat Dallas. All right, all right. Well, Lamar beat the Patriots. Talk to me about when 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 will Darnold beat the Patriots? Don't don't care about the Dallas Cowboys. When, are they, when is he going to beat the Patriots? He only has one win against the Dolphins in two years. By the way, one win, one win against no, one win against the Dolphins two years. Defense with little to no defense. Why? Because that's what you can do from the pocket. Or you have a guy who runs around and can make plays throwing the football. Hi, I'm Doug Godley from. Uh... Hold on, we'll we'll remind that and we'll play that one more time so that way I can hear his closing statement. Still, Darnold. Because Darnold still won against the Dallas Cowboys on the road. With little to no weapons, with little to no defense. Why? Because that's what you can do from the pocket or you have a guy who runs around and can make plays throwing the football. Hi. So that was his uh that was his mind boggling take. Trust me, um it'll be another five, it'll be another five months before we listen to get this dude off my freaking computer, man. I can't I can't stand it. Fucking hell, man, I can't fucking stand it. But that's, like, now you understand what I have to deal with pretty much on a daily basis, right? Now now it's like you understand. It's like, well, why do why does 24 always get so enraged whenever he has to talk about Lamar Jackson? And I don't even like to get enraged. I don't like to get mad. I don't like to get angry. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. What a fucking god-awful shitty take. Like, at least I can quantify. At least, like, I can, at least I can, like, tell you stuff about certain players and what's going on with certain guys and things of that nature. Oh, by the way, the guy that uh, that Gottlieb was sucking off just threw a pick, by the way. 29 seconds left, 25-yard line of Baltimore. He's been, by the way, being able to really move the football on Baltimore. And it wasn't Peters who picked him off. Or was it? I, I, don't, I don't know Peters' jersey number. It's 22 or 24. I don't think it's 24. It's 20 what? No, it's not even in the 20s. It's 36. And check this out. Clean ass pocket. You can't want another pocket like this. You got a clean pocket. He he acts like he's motioning a guy. He he does not. They snap it. Clean pocket. Bang bang. Underthrows his man. Intercepted by Baltimore with 22 seconds left in the quarter. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You would really really want him over San. Oh over Lamar Jackson. But that's the reason why. It's like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Sam Darnold is is better than uh, Lamar Jackson long term. And long term, this is what this is what makes it so insane to me. It's like you don't get it. You think he's a running back playing quarterback, and this is why I always despise it whenever people say he's a running back playing a quarterback. No moron, he's a quarterback who can run. Let me explain. Sorry, I'm not calling you a moron. I'm calling everybody who calls him a running back a moron. A running back who plays quarterback a moron. 
Because if he, he was a running back playing quarterback, he then why just not have him line up? He would be pretty much lining up in the Wildcat and RG3 would be throwing footballs, right? The difference between Lamar Jackson and a lot of these other dudes is that he can run, but he can also throw the football, right? What does that mean? He can throw the football as well as running. Well, when you give him a clean pocket and you give him the option to throw, he's going to shred you. He is going to tear lacerations and to your body, more specifically, into your defense. He is a magnificent surgeon of the football, and I mean, he, he's only getting better. That's the thing. His throwing has gotten better. I don't get why people think that he cannot throw the football. I don't think I I, I don't get why people always say that. Oh yeah, you know he he's okay. He's a good pocket thrower. It's like none of you guys have seen him throw within the pocket. He throws some sweet passes, man. And it's like it, it's like I'm watching freaking Madden. If Madden was good, I'm like he stands in and he throws dimes. Like Sam Donald stood in the pocket. Do you want to know what he was throwing? He was throwing he was throwing nickels and pennies, man. Like I, I, I why do people suck off Sam Donald like it's nobody's business, man? Like holy smokes. Check this out. Baltimore has 133 rushing yards, 188 total. Baltimore has converted on one of two third down conversions. I think the Jets they have the same, they have more total yards, but they're down two scores. I don't get why people suck off this Sam Darnold guy, man. I I really really don't. Just say, hey, I was I was fucking wrong. I thought that to be honest with you, I thought Lamar. Check this out. Here's here's me being wrong. I thought Lamar Jackson should have sat out his first year and learned to play the position at the NFL level. I always I always say this about quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are the only position that you can bench in their first year and actually have them improve because they didn't play football because the quarterback position is all about the cerebral play. So I was like, I think Lamar is going to be a little bit more undeveloped as a, as a quarterback when it comes to throwing the football. Surprise, surprise. I was right. But... At the same token, I thought that he had the potential because I actually watched. I actually typed into YouTube and I saw his highlights and I was like, oh, wait, he can kind of throw the football, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, give him a year. Literally what Kansas City did with Patrick Mahomes. I was like, do that with Lamar, right? Just see see what happens after a year. If he's that dude, if he's studying, if he's doing what he needs to do to improve, like he's going to improve as a quarterback, right? I was like, just, you know, let him let him do his thing. Surprise, surprise, a year later, like, he's a pretty good quarterback. Pretty good. I mean, damn it, he's the MVP right now. I don't mind being wrong, especially when I'm right. It's like, yeah, I was wrong, but I was kind of right. I said his second year is going to probably be the year that he comes out. What a surprise. Not wrong. I thought to myself, I'm like, he probably, like any like any time that you can rest your, not rest, but not play your rookie quarterback, it's probably going to be good. Like, watch Haskins next year. Watch him next year. You give him maybe, maybe a, you know, maybe a, a better offensive line, help him out there, you know, probably give him some security at the head coaching position, because Jesus Christ, that's a nightmare. But, you know, give him some security at the offensive line, make sure that, you know, Make sure you understand what type of an offensive scheme he's running and you're running. And bada bing, bada boom, Haskins is going to be better next year. Way better. Is he going to be the next Mahomes? I don't know. 
But is he going to be better than what he was this year? Next year? Yeah. Way better. Want to know why? Because he's going to have a year's worth of experience, year's worth of expertise. He's going to he's gonna be able to, you know, he's not a rookie anymore. He's going to be able to do things and take advantage of certain things that are going to be able to give him the ability to get better. Just like Lamar did this offseason. Way better throw of the football. Way, way, way better. And people think that player progression stagnates. Okay, you you get to the MVP level, and then that's it. That's it. That's as good as you're going to get. Watson has gotten better. Mahomes has gotten better. People don't think Lamar Jackson is going to get better. People don't think that he's going to develop more into a pocket. Pretty much what happened to Dak Prescott, I think is going to happen to Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to start shredding dudes from the pocket, man. I think I think Lamar has I I mean his the football the passes that I see him throw man they're some of the sweetest footballs in the league. So when I see Lamar Jackson play sometimes I'm like I I think he's going to develop more into a pocket passer. I I think he's going to develop more into a traditional passer, but right now this is successful. I think that's what's going to happen. I think he's going to say, "You know what? This works." For now, but I think I'm going to develop more. I think he's going to develop more into a pocket passer. If you want my opinion on it. I think he will be similar to Aaron Rodgers in style. Where he's able to move in and out of the pocket. While also being able to... uh, while also being able to throw incredibly uh, incredibly accurate passes down the field. And up the field. And make make a... I don't know if he can throw the ball like Aaron Rodgers. In the sense that he can make throws going off his back foot, being off balance, making all these miraculous throws. And I find it an absolute joke that Doug Gottlieb said that Aaron Rodgers has had a better season than Lamar Jackson. I roll my eyes at that. Does he lead the league in yards? Nope. What about touchdown passes? Nope. What about completion percentage? Probably not. Aaron Rodgers. All right. All right. Let me see what the what the guy Darnold is doing. Third and two, and by the way, he's shredding Baltimore's defense, by the way. Third and two, Darnold in the shotgun, 12 minutes left in the third quarter. Let's see what he does. They blitz, clean pocket, and incomplete pass again with a lot of time. He had the time. Why couldn't he complete the pass? Remember when everybody said that Sam Darnold was a better quarterback than Dak Prescott because he beat the Cowboys on at home? Remember that? Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, he's a better quarterback." Then he saw a ghost against the Bill Belichick, uh, the Bill Bel- the Bill Belichickian defense. Excuse me. Remember that? I see ghosts. I'm seeing ghosts, man. I'm seeing ghosts. All right. Top performers, Lamar Jackson, 1,000 yards. Mark Ingram, 887 yards. Gus Edwards, 480 yards. Justin Hill, 152 yards. How many? 2,612 yards, uh, most since the 1978 New England Patriots in 13 games in the season, by the way. And I think they're going to add on to it with, uh, with this game. I think uh, Lamar, I think he just passed Michael Vick's all-time rushing record. I think Mark Ingram is going to have somewhere close to 1,000 yards this season. 
and blah, 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 blah. <sighs> Do we even really need to finish this football game? I don't know. I'm going to watch this. <laughs> no. I mean, it's just it's just an absurdity to me sometimes. And you know we're gonna we're gonna go into the draft and 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 for me it's like I don't I don't get evaluating quarterbacks man I don't like everybody wants to make it as this science as this imperfect science and make it as something that it's incredibly difficult and it's really not that hard to me it's like well you have quarterbacks that win that have the numbers that have the personality that have all that stuff and you can read all of that stuff you can read the quarterbacks that have the numbers that have the leadership, that have the intangibles, that have the tangible, that have the talent, that have the arm strength, that have all that good stuff. You can read that. You can see that. And it annoys me and it makes me want to roll my eyes whenever people want to say, well, we didn't see this coming. I saw this coming from a mile away. 24, you saw him rushing for a thousand. Yes, saw him rushing for a thousand yards. One thing that I didn't see him having and doing in his second year was uh, being the MVP and having the most passing touchdowns in the league. That's one thing that I was like, I didn't see that coming at all. And I also didn't see his progression as a quarterback this quickly. I was like, I thought this was going to be third or fourth year Lamar, but this is like second year prime Lamar Jackson. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I can't believe how good he is as a quarterback. You know, that's what comes with the territory. Second and six. At the 36-yard line of Baltimore, the Ravens, they're just chilling. They're like, bro, all we got to do is just slow it down. Do they get the first down? Second and six, not third and six. No, they don't get it. Hollywood Brown is pissed because he has not. He's not been getting what he needs. Like, he's pissed. He has six touchdown catches, which is second among uh, rookies, by the way. He's pissed because he's like, you know, we're a running team pretty much, but I'm not contributing. I'm I'm the number one guy, but I'm not I'm not really con- – he, he's a good football player now. Third and one, Gus Edwards goes nowhere on third and one. Everybody on Baltimore is pissed off because they're not putting an absolute freaking molly whopping on the freaking Jets. I love that, man. Everybody's frustrated because they should be up by 30 <laughs> by now. Oh my god. That's that's fucking hilarious to me that that like that's where they're that's that's why they're just so gassed right now. They're like, "Frick, man. We should be up by freaking 30 points by now. We should be absolutely destroying the defense gave us a pick." They freaking, uh, we, we absolutely destroyed them when it comes to, like, uh, not, on, not only destroyed them, but they not only did they give us a pick, but they beat them on third down. They can not converted, but they uh, they stopped them on fourth down, so it was a turnover on downs. I think they went three and out. And Sam Darnold fumbled the football. So an issue that Sam Darnold has had issues with since college uh, continues to have in the NFL. What a surprise. He seems to not be able to progress as a quarterback. Isn't it funny? The guys that we have no expectations on because uh, they're, you know, we give excuses for. We're like, you know what, Sam Darnold, he plays for the Jets. 
you know, he has he has a lot of issues. His organization sucks. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, let me put it to you like this. You put Peyton Manning on the Jets. Manning on the Jets. Are the Jets not a better football team? Are they not a victim of the Jets? You know? Is is Manning will Manning become a victim? I don't think so. I think Manning is like that it's to me the Philip Rivers, the Carson Palmer kind of like example where it's like the the Chargers were bad for a lot of seasons, but Philip Rivers was still a great quarterback. The same thing with Drew Brees. The Saints were bad for a lot of years. They weren't that bad with Drew Brees. In fact, Drew Brees definitely elevated the organization. Call Carson Palmer, a guy who you probably have never even heard of, played for Cincinnati and for Oakland and for Arizona. They were a Super Bowl contender one year in Arizona with Carson Palmer. Does anyone remember that? Nope. Lamar Jackson throws down the field. It's covered pretty well by the Jet defense on first and ten. They're, they were going for it all, man. <laughs> they they were like, we're not we're not taking we're not taking any any of this. We're not you know we're we're gonna score early and we're gonna score often, man. There was a nice pass too. Had him over the middle. Actually looks off the tight end. Has one on one. Yeah, it's covered really, really nicely by the defender. That was a nice ball too. Looked him off. Second and ten. Five minutes, 14 seconds left in the second quarter. I kind of sped through it because I'm like, I want I want to see Lamar. Lamar throws. Touchdown to Hollywood Brown. Oh, my Jesus. The, the guy that was frustrated out of his mind. I think that's a touchdown. That was. That was a hell of a catch. I thought Lamar put way too much air on this ball. Way too, and Hollywood was wide, wide, wide open. He was as open as you could get. I mean, nobody was around him. They rush for Lamar Jackson has a clean pocket, and it looks like it's a touchdown. Hollywood even points because he knows that it's a touchdown. Every and he jumps into the stands with the Baltimore fans, and they're going berserk, man. Let me see it. Does he drag it? He drags it. Toe drag swag like his cuz, A.B. By the way, A.B. is going freaking insane on Twitter. I completely forgot about A.B. We may talk about it tomorrow. It's actually like 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Uh, I got to talk about Antonio tomorrow. We'll, we'll save it for later. This is all about Lamar Jackson tonight and him proving idiotic morons wrong. I love it when that, I, I love it when guys prove idiots wrong, right? I love it. You would expect a Twitter troll not to get a full-time job at Fox Sports Run, but Doug Gottlieb has a job, so, you know. Hell, if he can get paid doing this, that says a lot. You know, that gives me hope, man. It's like, you know what? If Doug Gottlieb can make millions upon millions of dollars doing this, damn it, the best video gaming and sports podcaster on the entire interwebs, 24, you bet your bottom dollar he can. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna make. I don't know how much money I do. I, I don't want to make millions. That seems like way too much money, doesn't it? Doesn't making millions of dollars annually seem like way too much money? It's like, what are you gonna spend all that money on? You know, like that just. It's like seriously, like uh, oh, I'm gonna get a new house, a bigger house. 
I get maybe having like a big house for for a lot of people, but if it's like four people are living in one house, I'm like like a two bedroom thing, like two kids, two parents, like two maybe three bedrooms, you know, for a guest room, but that's it. Like, I don't get this whole like maybe it's because I'm from a small town in Texas, but I don't know, man. That seems it seems weird to have millions upon millions of dollars just so you can buy more shit. Just so you can buy more shit. Like, you get money not to, like, spend it on work or on family or whatever. But it's like, let's get a bigger house because I can. That's weird to me. They're talking about Lamar. They're talking about Hollywood. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm I, I I used to watch Dallas football games. Like I used to watch the uh, the same one three times a week. I, I'm not even joking about that. But the Dallas Cowboys they've played so terribly that I I cannot watch them as a football fan like as a team because they stink so much. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I feel like I'm gonna start watching Baltimore from now on. Like I'm just gonna watch Baltimore football from now on. I'm not gonna watch any more Cowboy football multiple times. And I'm just gonna you know. I, I don't think that they're going to be in the Super Bowl. Maybe, depending on how good the Patriots play. I, I still love the Patriots. I'm still not going to be out on the Patriots yet. But, um, by the way, if the Baltimore Ravens, they win this football game, they clinch the AFC North. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sold yet on the Patriots not going to the Super Bowl. Because everybody does this. Everybody does this every single year. Everybody's like, well, the Patriots, they got they got Jacksonville. The Patriots, they got the Steelers. The Patriots, they got who did they, the Chiefs. And it's like, yeah, but they're the Patriots. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, they're in the Patriots. Like, what are you what are you guys doing? Like, like, hello? Do you not know who that football team is? Oh my god. Third and seven, by the way. <sighs> Sam Darnold. Let's see what he does. Let me see it. They blitz him. Looks like he sees ghosts. I said this after the game against the Patriots. I was like, you know, you know how you beat Sam Darnold? You blitz him. You blitz him. You put your defender's hands in his face, and he will fold. And that is exactly what he has done today. He has folded. He has folded, he has folded, he has folded. Check this out. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 93 rushing yards, 70, uh, 93 passing yards, excuse me, 70 rushing yards, three touchdowns on the day, zero interceptions, and that's three passing touchdowns on the day. Mark Ingram, nine rushes, 67 yards, one touchdown. Uh, Marquise Brown, three catches, 38 yards, one touchdown. He's pissed because he's not getting, you know, the yards that he wants, but it's like, be careful. You don't want to end up like AB. First and 10, 20 yard line. Lamar Jackson in the shotgun. He gives it to, uh, to Mark Ingram who falls down, but he gets back up. He gets right back up and he starts running again. Man, I I bet the Saints they really miss that dude, man. He has shown some people up. Everybody on the defense is smiling and is happy and is saying, "Hey, you know, look at us for the defense. We're happy. We're happy campers." 
We're excited because we don't have to freaking lose football games anymore. And the Baltimore Ravens, they just keep on running it down their throat and they just keep saying, stop us, stop us, stop us, please stop us. We're tired of scoring, of scoring, excuse me. And Lamar Jackson puts a little bit too much mustard on that football to Ricard way too much as a matter <laughs> like way too much as a matter of fact it was it was like it was like a it looked like it was a screenplay or something like that but it, it wasn't and he just freaking slings it he just freaking puts it in his freaking bread basket he says here you go bang incompletion don't I make good sound effects I'm like bang I could be a voice actor or something like that Marquise Hollywood, Hollywood, whatever his name, Hollywood Brown, tries to get the first down. It's now fourth down. They don't care. <laughs> oh, wait, no, they're going for it. They're going for it on fourth and one. All right, here we go. Fourth and one, Lamar Jackson, direct snap to him, clean pocket, rolls to his right, throws downfield, and it's a completed pass to Mark Ingrams, who takes it like 30, 40 yards down the football field. I was like, why not just run it? Lamar Jackson is like, shut up, 24. I'm the damn quarterback. I'll run my own freaking offense, and I'll throw it, and I'll lob it, actually. Nice pass. Nobody's going to talk about this. Nice pass to Mark Ingrams. Not Mark Ingrams, excuse me. uh, Mark Andrews, who's the tight end. And he gains a large first down on fourth and one. And everybody's like, oh, he's going to run it. He's going to run it. He's going to run it. Even I was like, why don't you just run it, Lamar? And Lamar's like, shut up, 24. I got it. I'm going to sling it. And he throws into, yet again, another tight window to Anderson. And he gains another first down. So now the, so now Baltimore is like, listen, you guys want to see me run it? You guys want to see? You guys think I'm only a running quarterback? Shut the fuck up. I can throw the damn football, too. You shut up. You shut up, 24, talking about me running. I'll show you, 24. We'll, we'll do everything under the sun and much, much more on our way to the Super Bowl. You think we're not beating the Patriots? That's what he's saying to me. Lamar Jackson is saying, you think we're not beating the Patriots? I'll show you we ain't beating the Patriots. <laughs> oh, my God. Lamar Jackson, for some weird reason, when I when I interpret whatever he's saying, he has a, he has a lot to say, man. Oh my god. What's going on here? Yeah, that's that's encroachment on the defense or offsides on the defense. I mean, I I mean, but it's a false start on the offense even though nobody on the offensive line moved, but no, I guess I guess they got to give them a phantom call every now and again. Lamar Jackson steps up, steps up, looks, looks, throw it away. He does. Nobody was open downfield, and he's like, let me just get rid of it. But, I mean, I swear to God, man, he literally avoided two tackles. He didn't break the tackles. He just avoided them, and I'm like, God. God. Like, that's, that's the speed and the burst, like... I mean, I, I remember, uh, who, who was it? Shannon Sharp compared him to a, uh, a uh, what was it? Like a stallion because of his athleticism and his horsepower. Isn't like a stallion, he's a stallion. I would compare him to like a gunslinger riding a stallion, right? You take away the stallion, 
the gunslinger can still destroy you. you. You take away the gunslinger, the stallion can still trample all over you, right? A lot of horsepower in the stallion. A lot of guns in the gunslinger, right? Is it seriously a delay of game? What a moronic call, man. These these officials, God help them. Jesus Christ. Oh, the Saturday games. Oh, okay, that's cool. All right, they got the Saturday games uh, in about a couple of weeks. That should be fun to have Saturday and Sunday games. A lot of important uh, playoff predictions. Not playoff predictions, excuse me. Playoff hopes are going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Lamar Jackson lobs it to Anderson. Who did he catch that football? And he did. And not Roberts, not Robertson, excuse me, Roberts, a guy who I didn't even, I don't even know his freaking first name, Roberts, I know his last name, Roberts, I, you remember how I said that the ball, uh, you know, how that guy was like, you know what, Lamar Jackson, the, he's black and his jersey is black and the ball is dark and that's why the read option doesn't work, I swear to God, man, I lost this football, it's a back shoulder fade and it's, no, it's, you know what, I couldn't fr- freaking see the ball, because he literally puts it on the money, man. I couldn't see it because the defender was literally trailing behind the wide receiver. And it's like he he puts it outside where, A, the defender can't make a play on it. And he puts it a little bit behind the wide receiver. So he has to turn around and come back to it. That's a sweet ball, man. That's a sweet football. He's not better than Sam Darnold. Are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Because they're up 35-7 to going into the fourth quarter. I think he's done. Remember, oh, and by the way, he has a quad injury. I think his, I think his day is done. I think his day is done. They're just going to rest him. They're just going to say, hey, just, uh, we're just going to chill with RG3. If RG3 is in the game, I'm going to end it with, I'm going to end the podcast with some conclusions and that's it. Holy smokes, man. I like, like some of the throws he's making, I don't get how you can say this dude can't throw the football. I really, really don't. I don't, I don't get how you can think that he's not better than every other quarterback taken in his draft class. I really, really, he's making every single throw you can make in the playbook, man. He runs the football. That's why his team wins football games. He's a runner. He's a runner. Everybody likes him, but he's a runner. It's like, how much of a toddler can you sound, man? Like, oh my god. He runs the football. That's why he wins football games. Third and seven. They blitz. Quick play. Quick outlet pass. They try to set they, they they try to compensate for the blitz, but it, they weren't going anywhere. Let's see, is RG three coming in the game? I think he should be. There, you're up by three, four scores, pretty much. You're like it's seven. Yeah, you're up by four scores, man. Like take him out the freaking game. I'm not watching right now. They call for the fair catch. It hits the back of his jersey. It hits the back of some dude's jersey. It looks like it's Jets football. Yeah, it is. No, wait, wait, wait. Is it? No, it's not. 
Still Baltimore. Flags fly. Mark Ingram, he gains a couple of yards. Now I'm even fast-forwarding through the freaking uh, Baltimore play, because the, the Baltimore football, because I'm like, eh, they're going to win it. It's all just like a handshake by now. It's all just, it's all done. Now they're just running the football. Lamar Jackson on third and eight. Had the tight end, but overthrows him. Had him too, for a touchdown. How do his tight ends get behind the defense so freaking often? How do they do that? I think the Jets just scored a touchdown on a block punt. But how do his tight ends... Like, I don't even care that, that they scored a touchdown. You're down like three, four scores. Like, I don't care. You're down, what, 35 to 14? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm really, really scared now. How does... I, I'm, I'm more concerned with how does tight ends... Get behind the secondaries so often. Like, it's one, like, you watch Baltimore, it's one of the weirdest things you'll ever see because they just, they just find, they, they just find a way to get behind the defense. I don't, I don't get it, man. Like, how do you guys do that? Like, it's like a unicorn to me, man. It's like, it's like watching a unicorn. I'm like, I've never seen so often. Tight ends get behind defensive lines. Never seen it this often before. It's like usually you see wide receivers, but it's it's tight ends, man. Like, all right. Throw it. Yep, he throws it. <laughs> like, throw it. Yep, he throws it. And it's like a shovel pass, and it goes like 15 yards. <laughs> it's a shovel pass, and it goes like 15 yards, man. Oh, my God. Are we not talking about his arm enough? Are, are, are we sure we aren't talking about his arm? I feel like I'm not even talking about his arm yet. Because I, I feel like like we're not even, like, he hasn't even thrown the football outside of the freaking gym yet. You know, like they, I don't, I don't think they've really, really challenged his arm because everything has looked really, really effortless. You know, just in my opinion, just by what I'm watching. Third and fourteen, by the way. After uh, the incompletion by Lamar, and then the, uh, oh my God, he just completed it on third and fourteen. Pfft. Finds the hole within the defense. Oh yeah, he he can't read coverages. He can't recover this. Lamar Jackson, he can't recover this. You know, that's why you shouldn't draft Lamar Jackson. Because Lamar Jackson, he can't recover this. Lamar, you know, I'm so smart. He, By the way, Roberts finds the hole in the defense. Lamar Jackson, he can't recover this. He's a running quarterback. Or, excuse me, he's a running back who plays quarterback. You know, maybe if he was a wide receiver, I would draft him in the first round. But, you know, he's... You know, he's a little bit overrated. You know, you know, don't draft him. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. We know how useless that award is. Runs for a first down. I think the first time he ran all freaking half almost. He may have one or two rushing attempts on this half because they're just giving it to the freaking Jets all game long, man. Hmm. 
first and goal now. After, by the way, the uh, the Jets, they were like, well, we got a kick of, we got to kick an onside kick now. And Baltimore obviously recovered. Rolls to his right. Throws to Mark Ingram for a touchdown pass. <laughs> this is the second touchdown pass of the day for Mark Ingram, man. He reminds me so much of Steve Smith Sr. Because of the visor, because of his attitude. When he when he wears the helmet, he does not like... Like, he, like if you told me that wasn't Steve Smith Sr., like I would be like, doesn't that look like Steve Smith Sr.? I mean, obviously they wear different jersey numbers, but it, it looks like him to me. And he's a little... You know, Steve Smith is lighter skinned, so like, just like Mark Ingram. I feel like Mark Ingram is a little bit darker, too. Lamar Jackson, he scores touchdowns because he he runs the football. Oh my God, that's like forty something to seven, or or excuse me, like twenty something. It's like forty to twenty. What's the score? I think he's done. <laughs> I'm like, it's forty. It's fourteen to forty. It's thirteen to forty two. He's done. Like, no matter what happens, I think that they're just gonna. They're just gonna put his butt on the uh, on the bench and just uh, just I mean the Baltimore defense they're just letting the Jets do whatever they want but <clears throat> they're probably just gonna say you know what uh, we're probably you know that guy RJ three on the bench we're gonna let him play the full game the final game there's eight minutes left it's all a ceremony pretty much it's like you know what we don't want to put our starting quarterback. In Harb's way. Hold on. And Baltimore. Hold on. And Mark Ingram is now tar- talking to the. <laughs> to the camera. Let me see it. Here we go. Hand that football off to Le'Veon Bell. Who gains like two yards. Mark Ingram talking to the camera, probably saying something about Baltimore and all that good stuff. And you know what? You you want to know what I love? And I and I've been by the way, my two days in my two day hiatus, which I got to do like every five months. It's been very, very, very fantastic to be able to like just get away for like a couple of days and just be like, just do whatever I want to do during times like this. Because usually, I'm not gonna lie to you, I would have already been asleep by now. It's like eleven o'clock at night. But it's nice to, you know, get away and, you know, have uh, have time and whatever. But in my spare time, I did and I have been reading a bunch of books. I read uh, The Stress Proof, Proof Brain by, by some lady. I forgot her name. It was a great book. And now I'm reading Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. And the interesting thing about this book, Ego is the Enemy, by the way, I'm, I'm about to finish it. There's like 200 pages in it. I'm on 139. I just got it, I think, on like Tuesday. It's late Thursday. I want to get to like 150 pages so that way I can read 150 tomorrow. Bada bing, bada boom. I'm done. I'm at 139, so I got a little bit more to read before I can pack it in and call it a night. But with that book, 
I've been, you know, I've been doing a, and by the way, the, reading the, talking about the book that I'm reading is way more interesting than talking about the, uh, the Jets offense right now and them about to attempt this two point conversion. But I've been reading that book, Ego is the Enemy. And one of the interesting things that's in the book, the, the author, Ryan Holiday, he constantly quotes football teams. He quotes uh, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots and Bill Walsh and all that good stuff. He always says that the thing that separates the people who really and truly succeed in life and the people who usually fizzle out early on is the ability for them not to placate into their ego. It's not to like, it's not to be like, you know what, I'm the best. I've done everything. I've won a Super Bowl. I'm successful, blah, blah, blah. It's usually having this humble approach and being like, you know what, I haven't done this. I haven't done that. I haven't done blah, blah, blah. So I'm going to try and take this into account with a podcast. I'm going to try and think to myself, you know, I haven't done shit yet. I haven't done shit. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still a f- up and coming, a new breed guy. You know, even though we're already the best, I'm still pretty young when it comes to the pod. I'm not even six months old, I don't think. So I definitely want to get my time in and I definitely want to be able to, uh, to continue forward with doing the podcast, but I'm definitely, it's like, I de- like, I, I'm not going to lie to you. The two day break was fantastic. I, I, I loved it. I was like, man, I got to get more of those down the pipeline or just more sleep in general. Cause for instance, I'm going to wake up at like seven o'clock in the morning tomorrow. So we'll see. I'm like, I'm like, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how, how much sleep I get. But yeah, RG3, he's now in the game. So I'll kind of skip through it. So that way I can get started on reading my book. But um, yeah, is Lamar Jackson the MVP? Obviously. Is people who are people who say that he shouldn't be the MVP or he's overrated or whatever, are they moronic morons? Yes, they are. How do I, what do I think of Lamar Jackson? I think Lamar Jackson is, is kind of like a better running version of Dak Prescott, right? What I mean by that is I, I think Lamar in the next couple of years, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe, well, maybe not Dak Prescott. I think the best archetype is probably Russell Wilson. They both ran early on in their career. They both had strong running games and all that good stuff. But I think more importantly, I think what he's going to do is he's going to develop more into a volume passer. So he's going to be able to throw 30, 40 times a game. And I think he's going to be able to shred some dudes, man. Like, I I don't think he's going to regress, as some people say. I don't think he's a bad quarterback, as some people will say. I don't think he's worse than Sam Darnold, as we've obviously heard today. I think he's better than most people are giving him credit for. And uh, they close out the game with RG3. What is it? 42 to 21. It wasn't even that close to be honest with you. But um yeah, I I don't I don't think that some of the I, I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves because everybody wanted to suck off Rosen and Darnold and Mayfield to even to to a large extent and I'm like like I I I love me some Baker Mayfield man, but he has he's been a complete and utter embarrassment for me as a as a dude who thought that his team was going to the playoffs and they obviously are not but um i i i i don't know i don't know man the fact of the matter is some people they really mean that 
he sucks as a quarterback, Lamar Jackson, of course, that every, every, some people think that he's a terrible quarterback. Obviously, I'm not of that mindset, but some people genuinely think that. Some people are going to say that just to gain views and clicks and shit like that. I'm not in that business, to be honest with you. As oxymoronic as it is, as like like I, I, I don't do this for, for views, weirdly enough. Like, I do this for fun. I clown around on the internet. I talk shit on the internet, and it's hilarious to me. But um, it's weird, like, how thirsty people are for ratings. And it's so fucking obvious that they are, too. And I'm like, either you mean what you say, and you're incredibly incompetent, or you don't mean what you say, what you say and you're just a liar who just wants freaking views. Which, I don't know which is sadder. You know, that you're a professional that isn't very professional or you're a professional who uh, who doesn't know anything about his profession. Like, I, I mean, literally, it's like I, I, I cannot. It's like picking between dumb and dumber, you know. It's like how I don't know. I don't know. But that is the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Sorry for coming off the uh, the two day hiatus, kind of hot and fiery. Uh, but I, I, you know, I'm I'm so annoyed with how much flack this dude get. Pause the fucking music. Shut up. I'm just so annoyed with how how much flack this dude gets, and I'm like, you you guys don't get it. This is the future. This is the this is the dude that's going to freaking bring this in, the NFL into the 21st century. And people want to shit on this guy. You want to shit on this guy? All right, fuck you. I'll see you later. Hopefully, I, hopefully I don't see you later. As a matter of fact, I don't want to see you at all. But I mean, this is this is the dude, man, and he represents the NFL with class. He unlike myself, he represents it with class, with dignity and respect. You know, he 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 he's getting he like when Tom Brady daps you up and says congratulations, good job, and all that good stuff. When he daps you up and he he salutes you as a football player, he doesn't do that a lot. He doesn't do that with certain guys. He only excuse me, he only does that to certain guys. And when he does that to you as Lamar, like that that should say something to me, not to me, but to you. When the best football player of all time is saluting the younger generation, right? Like, notice that they don't do that shit in basketball, you know? They don't say, you know, uh, like, like if Charles Barkley ever met LeBron James, he would probably have, like, so much shit to talk about, uh, so much shit to say to LeBron, saying, you're soft, you're weak, instead of saying, you know what, LeBron, I respect you, you're a great football player, or you're a great basketball player, I love that you're bringing the sport, you, you, you've played the game 17 years the right way, I love that you've you know, how you've carried yourself with this basketball game, you know? You're never going to hear Charles Barkley say that about LeBron. But Tom Brady says that, and by the way, Charles Barkley isn't the best basketball player of all time, but I'm just, I'm using great players as an analogy, right? But you'll never see, but, but, my bad. But that's what Tom Brady does. He congratulates Lamar Jackson. He says congratulations. He did the same thing with uh, with Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship game. Like, this is the fucking future, and people want to shit all over him. All right, you want to shit on him? All right, you want to shit on him? He's going to keep on backing his freaking 
Brink's truck to his house, take it over to a construction dude and have him get a bulldozer or, or a dump truck and dump a, a pile of horse shit all over your house where you live in and your house and you will just smell like shit for the entirety of the week. Congratulations to every single moron that's thought that Lamar Jackson was some some overrated quarterback from Louisville. You guys made yourselves look like idiots on national television and radio. I have been 24. This has been the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Cast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. If you don't have us followed here on any of those, hold on, freaking pause it. Let me promo myself. If you like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, by the way. Subscribe on multiple outlets, right? Like, where do you like to listen to the podcast? You can listen to it. Where exactly do you like to listen to it? On Apple Podcasts? Do you like to... I, I don't really care the outlet. All I care is that we're there on the outlet. And we are literally everywhere. So, happy to report that. But until my next podcast episode, which will be technically today, tomorrow, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye.